Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bare man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. And now, the savvy traveler himself, Rudy Maxa. Welcome back to Rudy Max's World. We talk travel, all travel, all the time. I'm a travel journalist, and I'm also known as the Savvy Traveler, and I'm very delighted you could join me uh, this weekend. We're here every weekend on your favorite radio station. We work hard to bring you the excitement of travel, along with the latest deals, news, and interesting personalities. Now, if you're listening to me right now, and it's Saturday past 6 p.m. Eastern Time, and yet we haven't had any major earthquakes, well, the world may not be ending at all. Uh, as you've probably read, uh, Harold Camping, the 89-year-old president of a network of Christian radio stations based in Oakland, California, has spent millions to buy billboards and subway ads in New York, as well as ads in major newspapers, including one I saw Friday in USA Today. Uh, these ads predict the world will be rocked by earthquakes, signaling the end, excuse me, the start of the apocalypse on Saturday night, May 21st, 6 p.m. Eastern. Now, here's what you need to know. This show is produced live every Saturday morning Eastern time. So as I speak, I can't say whether he's right or wrong. But if your station time shifts this show, and many of our stations do, to Saturday afternoon, late afternoon or evening or Sunday, well, I do hope Mr. Camping's prediction uh, missed the mark. And now those who are waiting for the rapture to be taken to heaven probably don't want him to miss the mark, but uh, others might. Um, if... Uh, if we have, if he has missed the mark, well, I think any airline tickets you bought for the future will still be valid. Now, speaking personally, I'm well aware that the Bible promises an event known as the rapture when believers will journey to heaven while the earth is inflicted with catastrophes before the return of Jesus Christ. But I also know biblical scholars say there's no definitive date uh, known to man for that event, that only God knows that date. And I'm willing to wager that Mr. Camping uh, can't know that uh, uh, the rapture is beginning Saturday at 6 this weekend. Uh, in a 1992 book, he wrote that 94 might be the beginning of the end. On Friday, I visited his website, familyradio.com, and found a countdown clock said only one more day until Judgment Day. It'll be interesting to see what that page says if we're all here next week. In the meantime... For those of us who are uh, focusing on more conventional travel, we're going to talk with Ken Levine. You may know him as an Emmy-winning writer, director, and producer who has worked on such shows as Frasier and MASH, The Simpson and Cheers, among others. He's also been the radio and TV play-by-play -play announcer for several Major League Baseball teams, a job that's kept him on and off planes for years. He's written a new book called... Uh, uh, a new book titled, Where the Hell Am I? And I'll talk with him today about that, his peripatetic lifestyle. By the way, I mispronounced his name, Ken Levine. It's Ken Levine. Uh, then we're going to tell the story of two planes that collided over the Amazon in, Bra in Brazil that killed 154 people a few years ago. One of the passengers on that plane that survived that mid-air incident will join me. And Genevieve Brown from Travelocity gives us a preview of Memorial Day travel and shares some last-minute deals you might want to consider. But first... As we always do at the top of the hour, let's take a look at some of this week's news and travel. Well, this week, a judge in Brazil's Amazon jungle rendered a verdict on a strange criminal case that began in 2006. That's when pilots of a private jet that, that was en route from Brazil to a buyer in the States felt a bump in midair. 
But not until they landed did they, did they learn their aircraft had clipped the tail of a passenger jet, uh, jet, sending 154 people to their deaths. That incident sparked enormous publicity in Brazil, as well as anger, and uh, enormous publicity in the United States. The American pilots and a U.S. National Transportation Board investigation said Brazilian air controllers had made a series of catastrophic errors to put both planes going in, op in opposite directions on the same path or in the same uh, uh, same uh, level in the air. Brazilian prosecutors claimed the American pilots were criminally negligent and demanded their prosecution. This week, the judge ruled the pilots should have had their anti-collision warning system turned on and sentenced them to four years and four months of community service in the U.S. Neither of the two pilots were in Brazil during the trial, and I presume they plan never again to return to Brazil. As I mentioned a few moments ago, we're going to talk more about this later this hour when we're joined by journalist Joe Sharkey, a New York Times travel columnist, who happened to be on that private plane when the accident occurred. I was in Las Vegas this past week. I attended the WTTC, or the World Travel and Tourism Conference. That's a confab of executives from companies such as Expedia.com, Silver Sea Cruises, Continental Airlines, and others who get together annually to discuss the travel industry. Uh, over the course of the next few weeks, I'm going to broadcast some of the interviews I conducted there. I just did one in the last hour with the CEO of Expedia.com. But I was struck by one particular appeal by a Japanese delegation that was attending the WTTC event. The Japanese executives appealed to the attendees from around the world to help rebuild tourism in Japan. And one misconception they said foreigners have of Japan occurs when television footage shows Japanese residents walking around places untouched by the coastal destruction caused by the tsunami, places such as Tokyo, wearing face masks. Now, some people think, and it might be a, uh, an obvious conclusion to draw uh, by outsiders, that those surgical masks are meant to protect people from radioactive dust from those crippled nuclear reactors on the Japanese coast. That is not so. Many Japanese routinely wear those masks in the spring due to pollen from cedar trees. I can attest to that. Uh, in 2007, I filmed one of my public television episodes in Tokyo, spent a week there, and I, too, was struck by the number of local people walking around in business suits and carrying attache cases but wearing white masks until I learned they were there to protect people from allergens and allergies, or people with allergies from allergens. So, uh, so if you see footage from Japan, that's not because there's radioactive dust floating around the sky there. It's because of folks, uh, folks who have allergies are trying to protect themselves from sneezing all day. Uh, Microsoft co-founder Paul Allen is accustomed to having the biggest yacht in almost any of the world's harbors he visits. I saw it once in the harbor at Cape Town. It was docked right in front of the hotel I was in, and it almost dwarfed the hotel that I was staying at. I'd walk right out the front door, and if you went 20 more yards, you walked into this wall, which was the uh, hull of uh, Paul a Allen's ship. But he's not the biggest guy in town this week. His 413-foot yacht called the Octopus uh, was eclipsed by Russian billionaire Roman Abramovich's yacht called Well. It's called Well Eclipse. Abramovich's yacht is 536 feet, beating Allen by 123 feet. That's a lot of feet. Both players uh, pulled into Cannes in the south of France this week to throw parties aboard their ships for, uh, for their celebrity friends who were attending the uh, Cannes Film Festival. Uh, and while the world may not end this weekend for most of us, two American institutions did close their doors forever this week. In New York State, the Eastside restaurant Elaine's was shuttered after 50 years of serving mediocre food to Manhattan's writers, actors, musicians, and politicians. 
owner and Uber hostess Elaine Kaufman died about six months ago. She was the glue that kept the place together. Celebrities including Woody Allen, Tom Wolfe, Norman Mailer, and uh, Mikhail Baryshnikov dined regularly there, and Elaine treated them all as her children. After 60 years on the Strip in Las Vegas, the Sahara closed on Monday at 2 p.m. Vegas time, once the home to entertainers from Elvis to Frank and the rest of the Rat Pack. It anchored the north end of the Strip. It opened in 1952, and its marquee this past week read, Thanks for the Memories. Only the Tropicana, Flamingo, and Harrah's remain from the good old days. There are no immediate plans to replace uh, uh, the Sahara, given that Vegas is currently overbuilt when it comes to hotel rooms. But some of the furniture will be auctioned off in the next couple of weeks. Hey, stick around. When we come back, we're going to talk to Ken Levine about his book called Where the Hell Am I? Rudy Max's World phone lines are open now, so call us at 800-387-8025. We'll be back after these messages. Join me in the radio show as we tour France beginning this September 29th. We'll explore Paris, picturesque Provence, the French Riviera, and more. We'll enjoy tours and tastings at well-known wineries, experience an evening cruise along the River Seine. And did I mention the French cuisine? Enjoy the rich culture and romance of France by calling Colette Vacations now. Book now and couples save $700 with companion airfare of just $399. Call 800-762-5345. That's 800-762-5345 or go to rudymaxa.com. AutoZone. Make your engine last longer with help from AutoZone. Get in the zone. AutoZone. If you want to get the most miles out of your engine, then change your oil on time every time. Do it now and save at AutoZone. Get a 5-plus quart oil change jug of Castrol GTX conventional motor oil and a Bosch oil filter for only $18.99. And when you're finished, just bring us your used oil and we'll recycle it free of charge. Get to AutoZone today and get more miles out of your engine. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Amdro Ant Block presents the Household Ant Requiem. If ants invading your home have you shrieking an unpleasant tune, sprinkle Amdro Ant Block around the perimeter of your home to block ants from entering. Ant Block creates a fortress that kills problem ants on the outside so they can't come inside. And that's music to a homeowner's ears. Look for Ant Block and the entire line of Amdro Kills Ants products at amdro.com. Julia Rubenstein tests bullfrog sunblock at the lake all summer long. My husband jokes that I should be the poster child for sunscreen. I am blonde, blue-eyed, and extremely fair-skinned. I use bullfrog marathon mist. It's just been a wonderful product. It dries within seconds. It's also sweat-proof and waterproof. I truly believe bullfrog is better. I even have my dermatologist recommending it now. Bullfrog Sunblock, the toughest waterproof protection under the sun. Based on testing standards, use as directed. The telephone number to call the program is 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or visit the show online at rudymaxa.com. Here again is Rudy Maxa. Welcome back to the show. It's about 18 minutes after the hour. I'm your junior host, Rudy Maxa. This portion of the show is brought to you by our friends at Colette Vacations. You can join the radio show and me for the 12-day France Magnifique tour that begins September 29th. Now, Listen, we're going to do a lot of France in uh, in uh, 12 days, but I, I don't think it's going to be an exhausting schedule. Uh, a couple of nights in Paris, we're going to Normandy. We'll check out, uh, sip some wine in the Loire Valley, see a couple of those fabulous uh, 
chateaus there and uh, then head on down to the south of France and see where some of the great painters of the world uh, created some of their art. Stop in Monte Carlo, have a cocktail maybe with the royal couple. I'm exaggerating. Uh, but here's a special deal from Colette. If you book now, you'll save $700 per couple because they've got a deal where your round-trip companion airfare is just $399. Not bad. Not bad to get to Europe. Uh, you can learn more and book reservations by going to 800-762-5345. That's 800-762-5345. Or you can go to the website, rudymaxa.com. Scroll down the front page, you'll see a Colette Vacations box. Click on it, and you can see the day-by-day -day itinerary for this tour, how much it costs, and all that sort of thing. Love to have you join us. We have a limited number of spaces, so uh, keep in mind, departs September 29th, or begins September 29th in France. Check out the details. Delighted to be joined by Ken uh, Levine, who uh, I'm sure wants to come with me on the France trip, because that's all he does is live on airplanes. He's a, a Emmy-winning writer, director, and producer who's worked on shows uh, ranging from MASH to Cheers to Frasers to Simpson, Wings, Everybody Loves Raymond, Becker, Darman, Greg, uh, on and on. And he's co-created his own series, including Almost Perfect, starring Nancy Travis. And he and his partner wrote the feature feature movie, Volunteers. He also has a secret life, or a not-so-secret life. He's a radio and TV play-by-play -play voice, has been, for the Baltimore Orioles, the Mariners, and the San Diego Padres, and he's hosted pre- and post-game shows for the Los Angeles Dodgers. And if I don't stop this bio, we're going to hardly have time to talk about his book called Where the Hell Am I? Ken Levine, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Appreciate Where are you right it. now? Are you uh, doing play-by-play -play this weekend? Sounds good. Yeah, I'm down in San Diego. It's uh, the exciting interleague action between the uh, Mariners and the Padres. I mean, uh, no love lost between these two storied franchises. All right. Uh, let's get right to the book, because this is, uh, this is not done in the conventional book style. Um, over the years, uh, Ken, I gather, as you've traveled, you have sent uh, notes out to folks about your experience, just, you know, even if you're in town just for two or three days, a lot of quick, short notes. I mean, you were tweeting before Twitter was invented, I think. I and think so, and yeah. this book is, is sort of an extended collection of those with, uh, you know, obviously with transitions and a lot more detail. Uh, have I got the history right, the, uh, the beginning days? Yeah, actually, um, I would go away and uh, and come back and email my comedy writing friends, and I decided, you know, it's a lot easier, instead of writing the same thing 12 times, write it once and hit copy and paste. And so I uh, have been doing this for about 10, 11 years, and uh, finally compiled them uh, into a book, and it, it involves, like I say, 50 cities, 38 of the greatest cities in the world, and 12 mediocre ones, and it's uh, the United <laughs> States and Europe and Hawaii, and it's family vacations and uh, also some road trips when I was with the Dodgers and you know, with, with the Mariners, so it gives you a chance to see what it's like traveling with a major league baseball team. And, you know, I figure, too, uh, you know, all of the years that I spent writing for Cheers and Frazier and uh, MASH and The Simpsons. It was really all in preparation to my reviews of Cincinnati and Lisbon. <laughs> I love that. Uh, so, for example, uh, I'm just looking at your chapter uh, on a trip to New York. It's the second chapter in the book. Uh, these are 
bite size. Goldie Hawn was on our flight. The pressurized cabin really does wonders for all her face work. That's the end of that. Visitor relatives in Forest Hills. Prices of homes out there are on par with Beverly Hills. Outrageous, especially since two blocks away, it looks like a neighborhood from every Spike Lee film. End of that. Uh, on Sunday in Manhattan, they had an Israeli parade, a Cuban parade, and a bike race, thereby ensuring that every single street was blocked off and no one can get into the city to participate or view any of them. So this is a rat-a-tat-tat sort of almost a sportscaster kind of accounting. I have a very short attention span. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> uh, and, you, and you wind up the book with a hepatitis A in Hawaii. Yeah, uh, my wife uh, was was exposed to it in Los Angeles, and then we go to Hawaii, and I find out, and we had like 24 hours to get a vaccination. Um, Good luck finding gamma globulin on Maui. I mean, I I always say that you go to the emergency room in Maui, it's kind of like when you were in elementary school and you went to the nurse's office. And she had a bottle of baby aspirin. That's it. That's kind of the uh, the medical equivalent. It's great to go to Hawaii, but don't ever get sick. Well, tell us a little. Uh, my guest is Ken Levine. His new book is called "Where the Hell Am I? Trips I've Survived." Uh, it's the title of the book. I don't usually say that word in the show, but I have no choice in this case. Um, "Where the heck am I?" is what I'd say on family radio. I guess Ken. Um, t- talk to me a little about being a play-by-play guy. You're down there now doing a a game. You have been doing this for years, obviously. Uh, did you have a, a passion for baseball? I mean, how did you uh, do a job yeah. as a as a writer, producer, and and director of television series uh, with a play by play career? Well, you know, all kids want to be oh boys at least you know want to be baseball players, and they reach that age where they realize that they do not have the skills to make it in the majors. For me, I was eight. And uh, I heard Vin Scully calling Dodger games in Los Angeles, and I said, wow, that's what I want to do. Uh, so I had always wanted to become a baseball announcer, and I went off in different directions. And when I reached my mid-30s, I figured, you know what, if I don't pursue it now, I never will. And I grabbed a tape recorder, and I went to the upper deck of Dodger Stadium, sitting there with all the drunks and the guys in the pinwheel hats and things like that. And I just broadcast games into a tape recorder for a couple of years and sent them around, hoping to see if I'd get a minor league job. And I did. Uh, I worked in Syracuse for a year and Tidewater for a couple of years. And then there was an opening with the Baltimore Orioles. And really, it's kind of a lark. I sent in my tape and got the job. Uh, so it's it's really been you know, extraordinary. I, I never expected to be doing major league play-by-play. But while and you were doing the play-by-play, play, did you also have your Hollywood career going on? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. I'd be writing scripts on the plane, that sort of thing. Yes, exactly. That's, That's uh, the beauty of writing is you can do it anywhere. Yeah, you can. But, I mean, when you're surrounded by a bunch of baseball players and you're worried about where your luggage is and trying to figure out why your hotel room key doesn't work, elect, uh, the electronic one, uh, I, I, I think it's quite an achievement. Well, thank you. I, the, the hardest part is if you're not sure if something's funny, you know, you don't want to go to the back of the plane and ask the ball players. you know? <laughs> you, you know, you don't want to ask, uh, you, you know, Sil Campusano. So what do you think? Uh, does this joke still work? Is this sharp enough? You know, uh, <laughs> you, know you don't, you don't want to ask Ichiro whether a joke works. <laughs> did you ever li- did you live in Baltimore when you were calling the Baltimore games? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. 
Yeah, I mean, it's kind of hard to commute on a daily basis from Los Angeles. But yes, we lived in Baltimore, uh, lived in Seattle, uh, loved Seattle. I mean, that's that's just a, a, a great city to live in. Um, and Baltimore had great food. And where do you live now? Now I live in Los Angeles and commute and go with the Mariners. Okay, and again, yeah. let me try to describe this book. It's 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 a series of very short chapters with bite-sized observations by uh, uh, Ken Levine while he's on the road. Uh, for example, it again, out of the New York too. chapter. I'm sorry. It's it's cheap. That's the other thing too. <laughs> that the, the, yeah, how do you the get this book version? Is two ninety nine. Yeah, you can get you, know, the, I, you can. You can have the book immediately, even while Ken's still speaking on the radio show, if you go to – give him the website, Ken. Um, you go to Amazon.com, actually. Just go to Amazon.com if you want uh, and um, type in my name, Ken Levine, L-E-V-I-N-E. And, uh, yeah, it's only two ninety nine. I figured, you know what? I'm not going to be on the New York Times bestseller list anyway. Might as well – get as many people reading it as possible because you know you're weighing the options harry potter a <laughs> review of pittsburgh hmm. <laughs> well but it's good reviews i got 30 seconds left spectacular weather the entire trip even the carol king looking girls 60 percent of the new york female population shed their customary schlump coats uh, check the playbill of any broadway show every single cast member has appeared in law and order it's sort of like a new york post gossip column ken and uh, and i appreciate your writing it and i would uh, commend it to anybody for 2.99 you down Download it. You have it instantly in front of you. Thanks. I appreciate it. Okay, just for that, I'm going to go to France with you. All right. We'll see you there this fall. Ken Levine is the author of Where the Hell Am I? Trips I've Survived. Nice talking to you, Ken. Good luck. Nice talking to you. Thank you. And you can hear him calling the play-by-plays for baseball teams. I'm Rudy Max. I'll be right back. We're going to talk with Joe Sharkey about a terrible air crash in Brazil. Call now to talk to Rudy Maxa at 800-387-8025. You can also email the show anytime at info at rudymaxa.com. Attention savvy travelers, Rudy Maxa here. If you're like me, you can't afford to take chances when you travel. You need medical evacuation service that's dependable and won't cost you a fortune in hidden fees. You need MedJet Assist. As a member, if you're hospitalized over 150 miles from home, MedJet will arrange medical transfer to the hospital of your choice free of charge. Believe me, you won't find protection like this from any other company, which is why I'm a member. It's time to travel smarter. Visit TakeTripsNotChances.com and sign up today. MedJet Assist. Take trips, not chances. Could switching to GEICO really save you 15% or more on car insurance? If a tree falls in the forest and no one is around, does it make a noise? Yep. Be like the 4 million who switched to GEICO last year, and you too could start saving money. For a free rate quote, visit GEICO.com to see how much you could save. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. To participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. 33 after the hour. In uh, 2006, um, 
Joe Sharkey was aboard a plane. He's a travel writer with the New York Times. He was on assignment, a uh, freelance assignment for another publication. And uh, he was on a plane with some folks who uh, had gone down to Brazil to pick up a private jet that had been made there, constructed there, put together there. And the jet was being flied back up north to the United States to its uh, the person who bought it. And they felt a bump while they were in the air. And it turns out they, as they found out when they landed, they had clipped a, the tail of a passenger jet. 154 people in that passenger jet uh, uh, died when the plane, without its tail, uh, fell into the jungle. That incident sparked all kinds of publicity in Brazil, as well in the United States, as well as in the U.S. Uh, Joe was able to write about it, obviously, as a participant. He joins us today because uh, uh, this week, uh, a judge in the Amazon jungle rendered a verdict on the two pilots who were flying the plane. I can tell you that the Brazilians wanted them drawn and quartered or put in jail forever. Um, it's a difficult case to explain in the uh, in the six minutes we have. But, Joe, what was your uh, uh, reaction to the verdict that these two men in absentia were sentenced to four years and four months of community service in the United States? Hi, Rudy. You, you explain that very, very well in a very few number of words. I wish everyone else who had covered this was as uh, cogent in the explanation. Uh, the reaction to the, ver the, the, the verdict came down uh, this week, and it seemed to me, although on the face of it, the American pilots, who I had always argued had been scapegoated in an intensely anti-American hysteria uh, in Brazil after this horrible accident, uh, the judge, even though he convicted the pilots on a single count and sentenced them to four and a half years in, in, in prison, later commuted to community service in the United States, which the judge, of course, can't enforce. The judge um, just struck me as someone who, who uh, undertook an act of courage because it's an intensely emotional atmosphere still over this, this horrible accident. And the judge really kind of, um, uh, he exonerated the pilots on the main charge, which was the, the miscarriage of justice, which said that the pilots were uh, deliberately flying at the wrong altitude, which they were not. So, you know, even though the guy, they were convicted, uh, I was just impressed. You know, sometimes in South America, uh, you know, where these traditions of free speech and these traditions of these democratic traditions are not that well entrenched, you know, in Brazil a military dictatorship until, you know, not, not so very long ago. This judge, I thought, just did an act of courage, and I kind of credit him for that, I mean, even though the pilots were convicted. So the end of a long, long personal nightmare, obviously a nightmare for the victims of the, uh, the crash, I think the thing has ended, and I think it's ended with... Uh, uh, as well as it might have ended. And I think if we have a lesson to learn, it's the, the international aviation community, as I've been reporting for four years, has condemned this, uh, this reaction in Brazil because the last thing you want to do, Rudy, in a terrible, in any kind of a, uh, aviation accident is rush to criminalize it. Because when you do, you lose your ability to, to uh, accurately investigate it. And that's sort of what happened in Brazil. But the outcome, I think, is as good as could have been, could have been expected under awful, awful, awful circumstances. I and my heart continues to go out to the, you know, the families of the 154 people who, in that instant, uh, when those two planes collided at 37,000 feet over the middle of the Amazon, I mean the middle of the Amazon, uh, lost their lives. I was right on the wing where you know we collided, and we saw nothing, but we certainly felt this horrific, horrific impact. And then after we made an emergency landing 25 minutes later in the jungle, 
uh, we later, three, yeah, three hours later, we learned, you know, that another plane had gone down. So a horrible period has, I think, is coming to a, uh, I hate to use this word closure, but I think we're, we're almost there, even though the pilots probably will have consequences for the rest of their lives in terms of international flying. I certainly went through, you know, four very rough years, uh, but I think it's over, you know. Can you, in 30 seconds, explain what happened? I gather the commercial jet was at the wrong, added, uh, uh, wrong altitude. Well, as the National Transportation Safety Board, the U.S. board, found, uh, Brazilian Air Traffic Control, which, which is infamous for having had big problems, had both those planes assigned at 37,000 feet in opposite directions. The right. simple laws of physics say they're going to collide, and they did. Is there anywhere people can go to read more about this? You can look it up, but you can get the original story on, that was on the front page of the New York Times that I wrote. Uh, if you just put my name at Joe Sharkey and uh, Brazil in the New York Times, uh, you know, search thing, uh, and you get, you know, obviously you get 20, 20 stories for free, so <laughs> you don't have to pay. Uh, Joe Sharkey, Brazil, 37,000 feet, and it'll pop, the, the front page story will pop right up. And also, Sharkey Wikipedia is spelled S. And Sharky is spelled S-H-A-R-K-E-Y. So if yeah. you go to nyt.com, type in Joe Sharkey in Brazil and 37,000 feet, you'll find the yeah, original yeah. stories and some of the follow-ups. Yeah. Joe, I, I know that's a very complicated subject. You did great doing it in, uh, in the short time we have. I, I'm glad this is over for the pilots, and I appreciate your joining us today. It's my pleasure, my friend. It's good to talk to you again. And nice to talk to you. Joe Sharkey is a regular guest here in Rudy Max's World. He's a columnist with the New York Times, among other things. He's also an author of books that have nothing to do with travel. We're delighted he could spend some of his weekend with us. We'll be right back. We're going to talk to Genevieve Shaw Brown, a senior editor at Travelocity.com, about some Memorial Day deals. Don't go away. Rudy Max's World is coming right back. So get on the phone now at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. You can also enjoy the program anytime at rudymaxa.com. Amdro Ant Block presents The Household Ant Requiem. If ants invading your home have you shrieking an unpleasant tune, sprinkle Amdro Ant Block around the perimeter of your home to block ants from entering. Ant Block creates a fortress that kills problem ants on the outside so they can't come inside. And that's music to a homeowner's ears. Look for Ant Block and the entire line of Amdro Kills Ants products at amdro.com. AutoZone. Give your car a showroom shine that turns heads with help from AutoZone. Get in the zone. AutoZone. No one wants to find wash me written in the dirt on their car. For a deep mirror-like shine, gleaming wheels, and black tires that get the right kind of attention, you need to get to AutoZone. Right now, get your choice of any two Eagle One products for just $7. That's right, two for $7. See store for details. Turn heads every time you hit the road. Get to AutoZone today. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Oh, that's a great tasting light beer. It's really smooth. That is refreshing. That's Sam Adams Light. Its light amber color and smooth finish is what made Sam Adams Light the first light beer to win a gold medal in Germany. The amazingly smooth taste comes from our unique aging process. 
pop open a Sam Light today. Sam Adams Light, the perfect light beer when you want to enjoy each sip. Ah, delicious. Boston Beer Company, Boston Mass. Save the responsibility. Here's another question from the Geico Savings Mailbag. David from St. Paul writes, My son's wondering if he'll come to his class so he can get extra credit on his biology test. Extra credit? Well, if there are any questions on that test about who can make it easy to save money by combining your RV and car insurance... Which is an unlikely question for a biology test. Then the answer is GEICO. True. For all other questions about RV insurance, I like to guess answer G. E-I-C-O. Call GEICO or visit GEICO.com today to see how much our multi-policy discount could save you. Julia Rubenstein tests bullfrog sunblock at the lake all summer long. My husband jokes that I should be the poster child for sunscreen. I am blonde, blue-eyed, and extremely fair-skinned. I use Bullfrog Marathon Mist. It's just been a wonderful product. It dries within seconds. It's also sweat-proof and waterproof. I truly believe Bullfrog is better. I even have my dermatologist recommending it now. Bullfrog Sunblock, the toughest waterproof protection under the sun. Based on testing standards, uses directed. Join me in the radio show as we tour France beginning this September 29th. We'll explore Paris, picturesque Provence, the French Riviera, and more. We'll enjoy tours and tastings at well-known wineries. Experience an evening cruise along the River Seine. And did I mention the French cuisine? Enjoy the rich culture and romance of France by calling Colette Vacations now. Book now and couples save $700 with companion airfare of just $399. Call 800-762-5345. That's 800-762-5345. Or go to rudymaxa.com. This segment of the program is brought to you by MedJet Assist. Unlike other evacuation services, only MedJet Assist lets you decide which hospital will be your final destination. Regardless of the nature of your illness or injury, if you're hospitalized while traveling, they'll be there for you. So take trips, not chances, and visit MedJetAssist.com or go to RudyMaxa.com and look under radio sponsors for more info. It's 43 minutes after the hour. I'm Rudy Maxey in Rudy Max's World. We're here every weekend on your favorite radio station talking travel, lots of travel talk. We've, we're about a week away. Well, we are a week away from Memorial Day weekend. I thought it was an appropriate time to ask Genevieve Shaw-Brown to join us. She's a senior editor with Travelocity, and part of her... Uh, her mandate in life is to keep an eye on travel trends and numbers and statistics and deals, and we'll, uh, in six minutes, try to cover a couple of those subjects with her. Uh, Genevieve, nice to have you on the show. Welcome back. Hi, Rudy. Thanks for having me. Okay, so is it going to be a busy Memorial Day weekend for drivers and flyers? Definitely, definitely. And travel is expected to be up um, from last year and um, uh, more people flying, so expect the airports to be crowded. And certainly for every seat on your flight over Memorial Day weekend to be taken. Uh, another indicator of demand is price. And, you know, prices are hovering around $360 round trip for a domestic flight, and that's up about 11% from where they were last Memorial Day. Day weekend. So if you haven't purchased a ticket yet and you still think that you want to take a trip that involves airfare, keep that price point in mind. I mean, certainly it's heavily influenced from where you're coming and where you're going, but, you know, it's a, it's a gauge. Then you'll know if you're getting a, a decent price if you're getting something in the 360 price range. And it's interesting that the high price of gas, I mean, it's up, I don't know, 35% or so from this point, this time last year, uh, uh, doesn't, hasn't seemed to have dampened enthusiasm for a driving vacation. Right. You know, there seems to be some sense of pent-up demand. You know, vacations are important to people, and they have been on the back burner, you know, for the last two years at least. 
so it, I think it's time for people to be hitting the road again, or at least they want to do so. As, but, you know, I've noticed, and I've been in this industry for a while, and people tend to do things a little bit differently. When gas prices are high and airline prices are higher, they tend to stay in a lower star rating hotels, or they'll take a shorter trip, um, or depending if it, you know, if it makes financial sense, depending on how far they're going and the size of their party, they may drive instead of fly. But maybe this year they'll, they'll fly instead of drive, given how, how high gas prices have gotten. Well, that raises a question of this uh, seven days or six days before uh, Memorial Day weekend. Are there any deals left to be had, or is it futile? No, there are absolutely deals left to be had, but you know you have to kind of adjust your expectations of what a deal actually is at this stage. So we talked a little bit about how much average airfare is. You want to think about also um, packaging your vacation. So all I mean by packaging is purchasing your flight and your hotel at the same time. You get access to savings you can't otherwise get. Airlines and hotels are more likely to lower their rates as part of a package than they are their standalone rates. It protects their price and their brand integrity when the consumer only sees one total price rather than seeing how the different trip elements are, are priced. So I actually traveled to study and found the average savings up to $525 per booking. So it's, it's significant. So you want to think about booking a package as a possibility. One thing that's really standing out to me this year compared to any other is the sheer number of value add offers on from hotels and resorts. So by value add, I mean things like resort credits and free room upgrades and free nights. Those are the things you really want to be taking advantage of, whether it's this Memorial Day, whether it's all summer long, to offset rising prices for, for airfare and, uh, and gas. Yeah, that uh, this this uh, you know whether it's a free breakfast or free parking in an urban hotel or uh, or a rebate for your gas or airline ticket. You're right. There are a lot of value added uh, additions, but you got to scour the web for them and uh, and and ask as well. I mean, you may be able to negotiate that kind of deal directly with a hotel, not with a, a third party website like Travelocity that's selling packages or an Expedia Orbitz or. Uh, other one, but I mean, if you're doing an individual trip, certainly see if there's some kind of deal out there. Absolutely, and while you know, certainly it's a, a little bit easier to negotiate if you're negotiating with a with an individual property. You know, Travelocity and, and the other OTAs or online travel agencies have lots and lots of value-added offers. I know Travelocity, for example, has, has tens of thousands on the site right now. So you want to be on the lookout for those, negotiating when you can. And you know, negotiating can be as easy as when you check into your hotel. Asking for a free room upgrade—that's something that's, you know, not that unlikely. You know, it's it's pretty likely that you, that you will get one. All they can say is no. All they can say is no, exactly. And what's and what's the harm, really? You know, and if it's going to make your vacation more enjoyable, you always want to give it a shot. One thing I've learned too is if you're celebrating a special occasion on a vacation, make sure you let the hotel know that you are. You know, I was just in the Caribbean over um, not not for my husband's birthday, but his birthday happened to be while we were there, and I let the hotel know. And, and next thing you know, we've got cake and champagne and all sorts of lovely things uh, coming coming to us. So, you know, and that was just a, a, something I just happened to mention. So if it Voila. is a special occasion, make sure to mention that, too. Voila. Hey, Genevieve Shaw-Brown from Travelocity, thanks for being with us, uh, and have a nice Memorial Weekend next weekend yourself. Thanks, Rudy. You, too. Take care. We'll be right back with some Deals of the Week. To participate in the program and speak with Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com.
To join Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025. You can email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World. Just a few minutes left. I'm Rudy Maxa. Uh, you'd like to listen to podcasts of this show or page, uh, past shows or send a podcast to someone because you thought they might be, you think they might be interested in something you heard today, just go to rudymaxa.com and click on podcasts on the on the homepage. And if you're on the road and can't listen to the show on your favorite radio station, if you've got XM radio in your rental car or your car, we're live every Saturday morning from 10 to noon Eastern time on channel 165, XM 165. I'd be remiss not to note that it was on May 20th. 84 years ago, back in 1927, that Charles Lindbergh made his historic nonstop solo flight across the Atlantic Ocean. He left a Long Island airport at 7.52 in the morning and landed 33 and a half hours later outside Paris. He beat out other teams who, like Lindbergh, were competing to win a $25,000 prize proffered by a group of St. Louis businessmen to the first person to fly across the Atlantic nonstop. Uh, a crowd of about, listen to this, 100,000 people, a crowd of 100,000 people rushed Limburg, rushed Limburg, not rush Limburg, uh, when he landed at Le, Le Bourget Field. Uh, I can't quite understand how 100,000 people knew he was about to land at Le Bourget Field, frankly. I mean, there was no Twitter or, uh, or, or email uh, or even mass media in those days. Who knew that uh, 33 and a half hours after taking off he was going to land there? Well, 100,000 people got there and rushed his plane. He had to turn off the engine as fast as he can. He was afraid someone was going to get tangled up in the propeller. When he returned to the States, uh, Lindbergh was given a uh, the largest ticker tape parade ever by New York City. The president award hit, awarded him the Distinguished Flying Cross, and suddenly aviation became a hot topic of um, Americans. By the way, what was the in-flight service back in those days? Well, Lindbergh packed four sandwiches and two canteens of water. His plane had 451 gallons of fuel aboard uh, for that 3,500-mile journey. And at times, his plane skimmed only 10 feet above the ocean as he tried to maneuver to avoid fog and see where he was going. He was so low at times, he could shout down to fishermen on boats to ask for directions toward land as he approached the European coast. He returned home aboard the USS Memphis to a hero's welcome. Here's what he had to say about the history-making trip. Quote, I was astonished at the effect my successful landing in France had on the nations of the world. To me, it was like a match lighting a bonfire. Unquote. All right. Uh, no, listen, I do my deals of the week at the end of the hour, but, you know, I want to underline a deal of the week from last hour in my interview with the, with the CEO of Expedia.com. I didn't have time at the end of the interview to underline the deal that uh, Hotels.com has offering. If you book uh, at participating properties on Hotels.com by June 28th, and travel before July 31st or by July 31st, and you stay three or more consecutive nights, and your bill totals over $450 before taxes and fees, they'll send you a free Kindle. I find that quite incredible. I mean, I think, oh, there we hit the cash register, Wayne. Thank you. Worth underlining with the cash register sound. That is amazing. Now, uh, there, there, you know, there's some f small print as there is on all of these. The hotel has to be participating in this deal, so check that out before you pull the trigger on your Hotels.com purchase. Uh, you got to stay three or more consecutive nights and have your bill total $450 or more before taxes and fees. But other than that, as long as you book by June 28th and stay before the end of July, they'll send you a free Kindle. 
for doing that. I think that's quite an extraordinary deal. Here are a couple other quick ones. Uh, there are three uh, uh, um, Sinesta hotels in the United States in uh, um, Coconut Grove outside Miami, Cambridge, and Boston, and New Orleans, and they've got a deal. Uh, uh, the Coconut Grove one has a dolphin encounter package. Uh, that's the dolphins are at the Miami Sea Aquarium, not at the hotel. And rates start at 224 a night this summer with a minimum of a two-night stay. And at the Boston Royal Sinesta in Cambridge, summer weekend packages begin at 179 a night. And if you book two nights, you'll save 15%. That's pretty good. And uh, Sinesta also has a college club to save dollars for parents of college-bound students. So if you have students uh, in the New Orleans, Miami, or Boston area, sign up for the college club at uh, Sinesta.com, and you'll get discounts on parking and rooms, maps and information about area colleges, lists of area resources for students, and preferred reservation options for graduation dates. Uh, in those locales. So check that out at Sinesta.com. And uh, I've told you about, we've had the CEO on the show, uh, this iPhone app called Hotel Tonight. It's a website that at noon every day in, in about a dozen cities posts three hotels that offer sales that night on hotel rooms. You can also book for additional sites, uh, additional nights on some of those hotels. But uh, again, if, you, if you're going to, let me list the cities real fast. Atlanta, Boston, Chicago, Dallas, Denver, L.A., Miami, New York, Philly, San Francisco, Seattle, Washington, D.C. And, and the reason I'm bringing it up, up today, it's newest, newest city, Las Vegas. So here's the deal. You go, you add Hotel Tonight. It's a free app. Just search for it on your iPhone. Hotel Tonight to your iPhone. And uh, in any of those cities, at noon local time for the city you're interested in, Hotel Tonight posts three hotels. One is usually a discount hotel. One's a slightly fancier one in the so-called hip hotel. And uh, you can make a reservation instantly for that night at that price. Uh, in Vegas, which Hotel Tonight has just added, which is why I've included them in today's deal of the week, uh, they had three properties up Caesars Palace. Trump Hotel, and the Palms. Um, so there you go. That's my deals of the week. Well, listen, it's been a terrific weekend uh, for travel news and for travel guests. I want to thank all my guests who took time out of their weekend to be with us today. My engineer this weekend has been Wayne Taylor with a little help from Jeff uh, Ryder early in the week with our tape segment with the CEO from Expedia. And Anna Schofield's my executive producer. Hope to see you here next weekend. Meanwhile, happy travels. been listening to Rudy Max's World, and as always, you're hearing must-hear radio on the SSI Radio Network.